Hi, I'm Jesse. In our Reason for Hope series this week, we're looking at experientialism, wherein someone's belief in God can be based totally just upon a momentary experience. Yesterday, we looked at a passage of scripture that gives clear guidance for the church, particularly around the gift of tongues, because there are some people who believe, oh, if, if I speak in tongues, I'm saved. If I don't speak in tongues, I'm not saved. I've seen the damage that this does uh, when, when evangelizing in the, in the wake of such a revival order. And now I want to talk about Mormons. When evangelizing Mormons, when the Mormons come to your door, okay, don't offer them coffee, they're abstaining, offer them water instead, bring them in, come to the deck, come to the living room, what have you, and speak with them, but then share with them this passage. Here's Titus chapter 3, verse 5. He saved us, not by works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy through the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit. All right, zooming out in a larger context, but when the kindness of God our Savior, that's verse 4, and his love for mankind appeared, he saved us, not by works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy, through the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit. He poured out his spirit on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we may become heirs with the hope of eternal life. This is completely contrary to the legalism innate within Mormon doctrine. They're at your house because they think that doing so saves them. They're wearing those shirts because they think that has something to do with how they're saved. They're wearing what they're wearing, all right, without violating their privacy. They, what, there are undergarments within the Mormon faith system that are somehow tied to the legalism of their salvation. They're abstaining from coffee because they think that saves them. They're, it's a legalistic faith. They're all on a mission because they feel like that might save them. So they're, the very reason that they're at your door is a legalistic salvation, meaning if you do these things, you'll be saved. And this text obliterates our legalism. We're not saved by any acts of righteousness that we do. Ask the Mormons about their experience, and what they will describe is an emotional moment. This is why I wanted to bring experientialism into question. There are some apologetic methods that just don't work, and this is one of them because even Mormons have emotional experiences. There's nothing in scripture that says your emotional state is indicative of where you stand with God. So a Mormon can have an emotional experience, and what you'll find is that that is elemental to their faith story. And if you can do anything to, I don't wanna, I don't wanna sound like I'm being condescending or anything like that, but if you can do anything to poke holes in that experience or cause them to question that experience, you can bring them here. You can also describe your own experience. This is what I did the last time Mormons came to my door. I asked them, what was your experience? And one of them described this moment at the table, reading the Book of Mormon aloud, and his mom looked at him and smiled, and that was an emotional moment for him, and his whole Mormonism was built on that moment. And then I was able to tell the story of asking God for the chance to hug Aiden and then doing homeless ministry alongside Reach Ministries. What's up, what's up Rich Sims? We love you, man. We're praying for you guys and going and praying with a dude who is inhabited by a legion of demons and praying with him. He gives his life to Christ and he gives me, gives me a big hug and it turns out his name is Aiden. That was just days prior to at this time of recording the last visit I had from Mormons. And I was like, that's just one experience I've had in the last week's time. 
Let me go even further than that. I was able to share numerous accounts of numerous people who have given their lives to Christ and talk about baptizing 13 people at the Redemption Church and talk about one of them being my own son and, I'm and talk about uh, the, the, the young people who come to our house and they're growing in their faith and to, to see God at work and to see abortionists repent and to see people from who are far from God come running into salvation. It's been beautiful to behold. I was like, I, I've got about a million experiences, man. I'll keep you here all day. But if you can show them that I've got experiences too, and if experiences are everything to you, here's my experience, but my faith goes beyond my emotional state. My faith goes beyond. I know that none of the things that I do save me. None of those things saves me. I know based on Titus 3 that I'm saved simply by an outpouring of the Spirit of God, that I am not saved by any work of righteousness, but just according to His mercy through his washing and regeneration by the power of the Holy Spirit. So when you're engaging Mormons, you'll see another form of experientialism. Bring that into question in a respectful way. You can also share your own experience, but then show them how that's not the basis for your faith. You can also take them to Titus chapter three, which calls into question the whole point of them ringing your doorbell in the first place. All right, here's one apologetic argument that I've seen God use to lead Mormons to Christ. Now, uh, hopefully some, there's, there, there's somebody else out there who's probably more skilled at lead, leading Mormons to Christ. I think I've led about 12 of them to Christ, and all of them have been mad at me at first. <laughs> Watch them, uh, watch, look up the video, Adam's Road, for the story of a young Mormon man who came to the door of a Baptist pastor, heard this passage, and went home angry, but then ended up coming to Christ leading his mom to Christ, who was a professor at Brigham Young University, and his dad and his brother. It's a really cool story. It's called Adam's Road, and they have a great ministry that's built around exactly this. So uh, there may be a way to lead Mormons to Christ without them being mad at you at first. Uh, I don't, it, it, that's probably in the hands of somebody more skilled in apologetics than me. <laughs> I want to pray for you really, really quick. God, as the Mormons come to our doors, would you help us show them the true gospel, that Jesus and the devil are not brothers, that the Book of Mormon is tried to, as an addendum onto scripture, falsifies the whole faith system like a, like, a, like a cult, that God, your true gospel requires nothing of us, that we're not saved by any acts of righteousness that we do, but just by your mercy and your grace that you pour out upon us. Would you set the Mormons free from their legalism? Would you unburden them right before our eyes, on our deck? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.